You're, it's me, Good Looking Lee. This is the Thank Me Later podcast. Today I'm joined with a very special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, hello. My name is Brianda. <laughs> Brianda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Lee? Yo, facts, facts. What's up? What up? What's going on with you? Um, so, you're a creator. Newfound, what, newfound. Okay, so what, what kind of creative are you? Listen, Lee, I've been through it. Um, I... I'm an actress, first and foremost. That is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get into film, and I'm trying to get into the production world. And I've been actively auditioning for the last five years now. And um, the only thing that I've hit some roadblocks is because I'm not like a traditional millennial nouveau artist in that I don't use social media the way other people do. I just I feel like I'm an 87-year-old man caught in this Dominican <laughs> fucking woman's body. This twenty-five-year-old Dominican woman's body, and I don't know what to do. Eighty-seven but, is such a specific age. I don't know why, but I think it's eighty-seven. Like just preparing for the worst day of my life, preparing to die <laughs> at all times. It sounds really bleak, but like I'm a dark girl just by nature. My cat's why, name is though? Melancholy. Um, so my, the content I create is really uh, real and. I mean, bleak, and I'm a pretty dark girl. So I, I, I'd say that that's kind of what my the things that I do tend to be. Like, I was I'm also a writer, and everything I write is typically pretty um, depressing. Okay, but where does it? <laughs> what do you want to know? No, no, but where does that come from? Like, like was from young? Did you know? Like, yo, I'm attracted to the dark side. Uh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Okay. Like since I was a little girl, I would kind of talk to myself, have these little inner dialogues Facts. with myself. Um, I was constantly trying to figure out why I was alive and why. I mean, obviously, let's just say it's not really healthy to think that way. Like, I also suffer from my own bats of mental illness. Mm-hmm. I, I have depression and I have my bats with anxiety. Um, thankfully, treatment and meditation and um, other psychoactive drugs have helped me deal with uh, my inner demons have mm-hmm. kind of helped me control them so that they're not driving the car. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. But it's really been a part of me my entire life. Okay. So how would you say, do you remember when you first started dealing with like anxiety and depression? Uh, the sadness definitely, I was probably like eight, seven wow. or eight. Yeah. Okay. I remember um, never feeling adequate. I remember, mm. I, I distinctly, I remember an image of, my cousins and I all getting ready to go to the beach in DR in the Dominican Republic where I'm from, where my family's from. And I remember thinking that I, a fucking seven-year-old, could not be stared at with her uh, uh, swimsuit because she was too disgusting to look at. That's crazy. Like seven. Yeah, that's so, crazy. I remember my mom like hitting me, being like, "Muchacha del diablo, pero quítate ese complejo," which means like, <laughs> "Stop, stop to get." What are you doing? You are seven. Why yeah. are you? Why are you? You don't have cellulite. What is wrong right. with you? Right. Uh, so I guess it started with like kind of body dysmorphic tendencies and okay. feeling kind of um, shitty about that. Those insecurities. Okay, so would you say you know with meditation and and outlets would mm-hmm. you say it's gotten better or you just oh don't pay it no mind oh my god of course okay. no i uh, i do pay it mind and that's why i am getting better okay. like i i'm i practice mindfulness med- meditation mm. i'm 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 striving to be present every single day because it takes that amount of work like okay. if you want to get ripped and toned at the gym you're going to have to go every fucking day the same thing applies to any kind of mental practice 
That's a um, fact. That, it, That's it involves a fact. discipline and it involves uh, uh, a regimented schedule. So, yeah, uh, meditation has helped tremendously. Like, I don't even, I don't even entertain some of the fucking bullshit negativity <laughs> thoughts that happen. To, some, sometimes I literally have to like step outside of myself. Like, like that's so Raven. Like. See, see where I'm going to come back at and then be like, bitch, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Stop that. Don't be don't pay any attention to that. To know that it's there. Do not give it to the keys to your car. Do not give it the keys to your car. And that's what I have to tell myself every day. It takes a lot to do that. It it takes a lot. Well, this is going to be a part of my life for probably forever. Right. Mm -hmm. That's just how my default brain wiring is. Mm -hmm. So I either have to deal with it or I'm going to fucking die. So I, I choose never to thought live. of it like that. Yeah, no, I choose to wow. live. Wow. Okay. So, so what? What is? Where did your relationship with drugs come come from? Um. Well, uh, that's a loaded question. I would say that I'm actually pretty conservative. Um, mm-hmm. Even growing up, I was an atheist my whole life, but I still was like the the last one to lose a virginity, the last one to try alcohol, the last one to that's dope. really do anything. Um. Uh, it's funny because I mentioned what my one acid experience did for me in terms of dealing with my mental illness and my other shit and people automatically assume, and it's not to their fault, but they assume that I have this history of like doing so many drugs and all this other (laughs) shit. And it's like, wait, no, I haven't even done Molly before. I haven't done any. So really the only reason I've actually enjoyed consuming drugs, like which is just weed acid and oh see i meant mental health drugs like oh I thought, oh, yeah. oh oh i didn't even know about that oh, I, well girl we're about to talk about it so listen i'm an up and damn book yeah so i i thought that they had put you on of meds. course no they did so yeah, what, yeah. what were those meds? so zoloft mm-hmm. was the first one effects or xr was the second one i've been and then uh wellbutrin which was the most recent one that i had how does that me. work i hear a lot about that wellbutrin yeah well uh, it's it's used to uh, cessate uh, tobacco addiction mm-hmm. too. It has many different purposes. Um, I would say it's kind of like a because it has many different purposes. At least with me, it really didn't uh, uh, put a band aid on the issue at all. Okay, okay. But I know it works differently for other people. I also was on three hundred milligrams. It started at one fifty. They upped it to three hundred, and I really was just starting to feel kind of. Um, uh, nah, numb, but not even in the nut. Like you're numbing the right thing. It was like, wow. it was like you're you're numbing something that I didn't even ask you to numb. I liked that part of me, so I was on that for just under a year. But the Effexor XR was the the one antidepressant that I t- that I had taken when I was in high school. Okay, when it was shit was kind of really bad, like really fucking dark. Okay, those were dark times. So when you when you was taking these meds in high school, because high school is a prime time where everything's like heightened. Like Ooh, if you feel sad, you it's a super sad. If you feel fat, you feel super fat. Yeah. If you feel worthless, you feel super worthless because yeah. you're fucking young and you're an idiot. Like you're dumb. <laughs> I don't want to say you're an idiot. I don't want to because it's I don't want to trivialize those feelings. But you don't know any better because you don't you haven't experienced that much. You're young. Right. Right. So um, I will say that I think psychotherapy and uh, um, introducing meditation at a younger age and making that more approachable mm-hmm. could could solve a lot of problems and could actually um, wean people off of certain medications. A lot of a lot of the times people are misdiagnosed. 
Right. They think that, oh, my child is sad or my child is hyperactive. Let me fucking give them uh, Adderall. Let me give them whatever to kind of uh, mitigate. It's like, wait, no. If you, like I said, went to the the gym of the mind, if you actually disciplined yourself to get to the root of the problem instead of putting a Band-Aid on it, you would actually find long-term solutions. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I think that for some people, actually, they do need it. Like, for me, I would say I may have been given a too high of a dosage at a really young age but i mean that's big pharmacy they're just trying to make they don't money be paying and attention and i said that i said yeah. that they don't pay attention they just want you to take these drugs oh my god uh, absolutely especially at these clinics the at these clinics at underserved communities they are just yeah. fucking prescribed and it sucks because you're supposed to be here to help because yeah. this is the this is the area that needs it the most and you're just giving in to big pharma which i mean they have bills to pay too i don't know it's a really tough it's, it's one of those double-edged swords type things. Yeah, it's tough, and I'm not a medical. I'm not a medical care professional, but it's it's definitely hard. If people, if people explore more natural, holistic ways of of healing, then maybe we could we could start another conversation. So is that is that why you started your podcast? And that's exactly why I started Super Trip. Okay. I started Super Trip Talk so we could start. Um, uh, exploring that mm-hmm. without it having the burden of being taboo. Mm. Um, that's going to take a lot of work. Uh, and I'm putting a lot on the line here by talking about these things uh, implicitly and openly. Um, like, I mean, I'm still trying to have a lucrative acting career in right. television and film. You know what I mean? So, right. but I think that my purpose is more in line with this, with this, um, with this journey. Okay. And I, I did, I always wanted to know, like, especially like with you, do you ever feel like there's things that maybe you can't be honest about because you have other goals? Uh, absolutely not. Um, okay. I will never compromise. And I've, and I say this because I've done it mm. up until I, right before my 25th birthday, um, uh, which was right before I did the acid and actually before my, uh, introduction to God and Christianity, I was an mm-hmm. atheist my entire life. I said to myself, God, I'm, I promise I'm going to live my life more truthfully. I had been living an, a lie. I'm talking wow. about fabricating shit that I didn't even need to because it felt better than living in my truth. That That's a real fact. Bars. Nah, yeah, yeah. Bars! You just, ah! <laughs> Yo, you just, you just Thank dropped you, Lee. gems. Like. Um, but yeah, I said to myself, God, I am going to turn 25 and from here on out, I am going to live by my truth and only that. Wow. uncompromisingly so if it's ugly it's going to be ugly if it's and if it's going to be beautiful accept it um That's i also promised beautiful. myself i was going to be less self-deprecating and and allow people to to compliment me and accept it and not uh, uh invalidate it by turning away or blushing or like negating oh no me no no yeah me <laughs> you know like this is what i'm saying like this is a magical you ass this is a magical heavy. ass medicine you talking um, heavy and yeah and oh and if if i was able to get past that so many other people can mm. oh it's beautiful on the other side and it takes work it mm. takes work um you've got to want to you've got to want to be better you've got to mm. want to be there you've got to want to be happy because right. no one else is going to give that to you but yourself. Who, who, who? Well, not even who. What made you turn to? Well, what made you want to learn about God? Oh, oh, I love that question. Um, well, from a very early age, I've had a passion for psychology and the mind. 
Mm-hmm. That, I think that uh, most atheists are actually more Christian than Christians because when you're an atheist, you are uh, uh, researching the scripture and reading it and negating it like, ha, huh, I'm going to challenge it with this. So uh, this clinical psychologist based out of Canada, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson says that. I didn't coin that, but he says that most atheists are sometimes um, more Christian than Christians, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say that my... Um, my finding God was really always truly inside of me. Anytime I had a, so when you're depressed, it's, it's easier to lay out the variables, right? I was depressed. And the only voices I heard were you're worthless. Oh, that person called you pretty. You're not, they're lying. Um, they want something from you. Um, you're, you, 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 you shouldn't exist. You amount, you'll amount to nothing helpless. Um, so because all there was more of that, if I saw a little, I have a tattoo here. It says, like, if I saw a little glimmer of a light in that bubble of negativity and toxicity, tux, I don't even know, fucking know if that's a word. <laughs> that's how fucking smart I am. Um, I think it is. Um, I could realize later, I know that that was God. Okay. Like, I can see that. Um, hindsight is twenty twenty. Like, that, that feeling of, oh, maybe... Or that feeling of, because, I mean, I could talk all this shit about me being self-deprecating and stuff, but I've still garnered a lot, like, in acting. And I still feel like I fucking fooled them all, but I, I'll say that I, I gained them. I gained them myself. Yeah. And there's a there was something in me that, I'll, even though that negativity was there, something was telling me, nah, but you're still good, though. Like, you're still worth this, though. And that, for me, was faith. I now know that's faith. Before I didn't know. Before it was vague. Before it was faceless. Before it had no, 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 no lifeline. Before it was nothing. Mm. It was this general feeling. And now it has a name. And now I want to, I want to implement that in other people. Like I want to, now I want to share that because I know that that's my purpose. Right. Like it's, it's so in essence, it's always been there. It's just now I'm turning the volume down on that other shit and I'm fucking hiking up the volume on that light. That's dope. Right? That's dope because I feel like a lot of people need to to see that it can it can be done. Well, yeah. How do you rise above? Um, how do you overcome um, your you know emotional lulls? Yeah, I don't even know. Like it's it's there's so me. many different things for real. There's so many different because things that I was doing a month ago not working anymore. So it's like now. So I'm you're in saying the it's ever changing? Setting. Yeah. Yeah. So what kinds of things do you do though? I come here and I record. Does it for feel, number one, does that feel, feel therapeutic for you? Absolutely. Oh, there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing that feels better, except for maybe playing sports. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is this is the, and this is why it's so crazy that like this show has its own life because I just was trying to not go crazy, mm. and and people responded to that. This is this is therapy. Uh, I'm not much of a talker. I don't. Talk What's to your? People. What do you think your purpose on this planet is? To help. To serve. Yeah, definitely. And and mm. I mean I could definitely see it for me to to bridge the gap between you know wanting something and actually following through with the plan, mm. but um I'm definitely here to to help other people to show them yo look it don't matter where you are from you could do it because I didn't I didn't I never saw this for me mm. everybody was like like I was the kid who got kicked out of class because everything was a joke and then when people would say hey you know. On a serious note, you should probably do TV or radio. It was like, I can't do that. Really? Yeah, hell yeah. I was like, what's so special about me? I never thought, like, I didn't even like the way I looked at one point. So it was like, good-looking people are on TV. I don't belong on TV. 
But deep, deep down, I wish that I could. Mm. But it was just like, nah, I can't do that. I'm not good enough. So funny that even though your words were saying something, your subconscious, that, that yeah. intuition in you was saying something else. Yeah. So I, I like I get that. I get that. And it, but it's still something I struggle with. Still. Even with like especially now with the show. Cause it's like, yo, like, I got a live show coming, Chicago. I'm still like, Y'all want me to come? And yes, it's like, but do. why wouldn't we? But I'm just like, it's just me. Like Oh, I feel that too. Yeah, like it's just like even when people be like, yo, the show's fire and I, it's just me, y'all. Like, what's mm. up? What's up? It's just me. And then I get on the mic and I'm like, I'm not no regular person. Yeah. But I can say that in here and feel that. Ah. And then I go out in the world and I'm, I'm just regularly. Yeah. It's weird. You know, the reason why I kind of do that same thing is because I never want to appear like arrogant, right? Absolutely. And then I, but I realized that. If you are living by your truth and only want to bring other people up with you, that's not arrogance. And it won't read as such if you really, truly are about that. Right. You know? Right. So get out of your own way. This is like, true. Get out of your own this fucking way and strive to your fullest potential, man, because that you're is right. happiness. You're right. Is striving to fulfill your fullest potential. That's beautiful that you're doing this. When is the show in Chicago? Uh, October 6th. I'm about to fucking fly to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm, saying? I'm about to fly to fucking Chicago. It's, it's crazy. Like I've never been. Yo, me neither. <laughs> what, do you have a huge listenership over there? Like uh, a, a lot It's of a your... festival, Women in Podcasting Festival. Yeah, shout out oh. to them for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to them for having me. It's it's insane. Like, That's incredible. I know. I know. And I and I and Wait, I you're crushing it. I want to be where you are. You're <laughs> inspiring me. Cut it out. You it's when true. I listened, when I engineered your show, I was like, damn, like you you have like a naturally uppity aura, but I'm just like, you know, people just be doing that uh-huh. shit. So I'm like, mm. Yeah. And then I listened to your show, I'm like, damn, she for real. <laughs> and, then, and then I met you again, and I was like, she's still fucking uppity. Oh, my God. But it was like a genuine uppity. It wasn't one of those annoying uppities. And I was like, damn, that's dope. Like, because I be wanting to be like that. And I'm like that in my house and, like, around people that I'm comfortable with. But, like, the regular outsider, they'll never know that. Hmm. But, like, people will say hey to you. And it's like, hey, oh, my God, what's up? I enjoy that. It's not like that all the time, I'll tell you. Really? Oh, absolutely not. Fuck I had here. one ex-boyfriend once tell me that I was like just extremes. Actually, my fucking roommate said it the other day. She was like, you are either like boatloads of optimism or like, death, <laughs> death, <laughs> ah, scream out. Yeah. And I, that's a part of my anatomy. Um, but I do try and stri- I, I strive to be that other person more. Because it, it okay. makes me feel more like that's me. That side is me. Right. This other one is just the shadow. It's a it's a shadow. So when you're being tested throughout the day and things just don't seem to be aligning with the way that you want mm-hmm. them to be, how do you recenter and be your best? I'll tell you what I do. I fucking go to a bathroom and I meditate. Or I, that's I, lit. I, or actually, I could just meditate wherever. I could just meditate right now. <laughs> she just zoned in. <laughs> No, I really can't. I'll try to do that or I'll try to find a center. Um, I'll tell you this one thing. I once had this this meditation experience where I felt like I I may have been on a little bit of mushrooms. I've only ever done mushrooms in very small doses Mm -hmm. because, again, I'm not trying to get to the spaces. When I'm dabbling, it's like to do work, to do some fucking internal cerebrum work. And um, I remember I was meditating and 
I felt like I was astral projecting into another space and time. I didn't even feel like I was in this body, but my soul was me. The okay. soul was the same, but it was a different body. And I remember I was in this rocket with other individuals and I, and death was coming like death was imminent. And it sounds scary. It really does because we're all scared of death, right? Um, because we don't know about it. We are, we're scared about the things we don't really know. Yeah. Regular people. I'm not scared of death. Perfect. So I can, I believe what you're saying and I take it for truth. If you are going to die in 10 seconds and 10 seconds was when you were actually going to die. I argue that you would have different sentiments. I believe that. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but not, that just not goes for you. That goes for a lot of people. Um, but um, when I was in this intense, profound meditation, I knew that death was coming and I, I was in a rocket with uh, like 18 other people and other people were freaking out and shit and, and whatever. And I knew that back that then nothing, none of my worries mattered. None of the other bullshit mattered. I, my job here was to keep everyone in the rocket calm. And I remember that experience and I hold on to that feeling of that experience and I kind of use it in my life today. So anytime I feel like people are trying me or I'm fucking about to fucking combust and I'm about to punch someone in the face because I get really angry too, which, Facts, is why too. I, which is why I had to do these things. Otherwise, I would either die or hurt someone. Um, I, uh, I think about that, that meditation session, like a little nugget of truth for me. Like, it's incredible. You don't just meditate and forget. Some of those experiences are like, They'll never leave you. No, that's not the point. The point is to gain something from them. And sometimes the point is nothing, which is great. That's also meditation. But it's like the ones that you do remember you take with you and no one can take that from you. Right. Like, right. You know what I did learn, too, because I meditate. Um, I thought that meditation was was silencing the mind. And now I understand that it's not because the mind doesn't be quiet. Unless you want to be dead. Like, no. true, and I'm good the on only that. <laughs> the only time you have no thoughts is when you are dead or enlightened. Like, none of us are fucking yogis, a yeah. Tibetan fucking monk. Like, we're not, we're not that. So, like, how do we manage to compartmentalize these thoughts or have control over these thoughts? And it's through meditation. And the idea of you having to silence anything is just completely unnatural and unrealistic. And I can totally understand why people wouldn't want to meditate if that's what they think it is. Right. Like, the more we describe... So how to, how do you describe your meditation? Um, it's quiet. Uh, my mind is racing still. But in the midst of the madness, it's more like... Just relax because everything is always taken care of. How long do you do that for? Uh, Maybe 15. Oh, that's a great. Oh, Lee, that's great. That's a or, long time. Oh, absolutely. People talking about 30 minutes. I, I don't have that. Well, no, I 15 for me is like score. What about though? Sometimes like my days get very, very hectic. Sometimes it's like seven. It's from seven to Lee, 15. Oh, my God. I want people to do two minutes. And in, what? in two minutes... Oh, my God. Guaranteed. Put this on my fucking website. Fuck, I'll put this on my bio right now. I guarantee you, if you try and meditate for two minutes for the next seven days, you will have a transformative experience in the way you interact with other people and the way you deal with your stresses. Guaranteed. Because every time you sit down and try, that's meditating. Do not judge wow. yourself. Don't judge yourself. Don't, you're, you're not allowed to judge yourself. You're not a fucking Tibetan monk. You're not enlightened. You're not allowed to judge yourself. Don't say, I'm, I'm not doing it right. No, you're doing it just by sitting down and trying. 
to do it. And it gets easier the more you apply yourself, the more you develop that focus. It gets easier. It's just you have to want to do it for yourself. You have to want to do it. And if you don't want all this other fucking enlightened bullshit and feeling like you're one with the universe, whatever, (laughs) if anything else, if you want to be able to just deal with your anxiety in a more in an easier way, this is this is definitely an option like or or you want to know what if you don't want to meditate. Cool. What do you do that's meditative for you that you may not have realized? Like what is something that you do? But see, I I tried. I don't know. For me, I tried so many other things that meditation was the only thing. I agree left. with you. No, I agree with you. And I'm I was like, to, damn, I'm this shit feels good. Though. Facts, facts. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. There's nothing. There's nothing more transformative than meditation itself, which is sitting, uh, sitting in stillness, relaxed, and kind of um, uh, uh, being in an environment where you feel safe to explore that. That moment of stillness, that is actual meditation. But in order to make it more approachable for the naysayers or the people that have never even tried it before, man, think about what you do that's meditative for you. Some Someone told me it's riding a bike down the Brooklyn Bridge. Someone told me it's literally being on the train. Sometimes they'll miss a stop on purpose just to like listen to their music. and the, Whatever that feeling is, imagine maximizing that feeling right. in life, not just when you're doing it. That's what meditation does. It gives you that feeling, but the second your earbuds are off, you're still in that in that state. That's what meditation that does. Sounds amazing. It sounds yes. in theory it does. Yeah. Now go out there and apply that shit. Man. Do you do you, do you meditate twice a day? I meditate once a day in okay. the morning and I a lot uh I do it specifically like every single morning at the same time on the same wow. spot in my room. I really do wanna make it like um like a regimented schedule. Okay. And that helps me because I know I'm sporadic as fuck. Like, if I start switching it up, I'll just be like, oh, <laughs> that's me. I'll do it tomorrow. Or like, that's, that's me. Like, if, if it doesn't happen when I get up, mm-hmm. I have a hard time doing it at all. Same. I'm the same and, way. But I'm, I'm, I'm working on doing it before I go, before I go to bed now. Because just to re- reconnect with myself. Yeah. Having a little bit of a hard time, but I know I'll get it. What's the difference between the lead that meditates now and the lead that never meditated? Well, I can I can identify things quicker now within myself. Like, I don't need somebody to be like, hey, that was wrong. Mm. I can hold myself accountable now. Like, okay, you shouldn't have done that. Go fix it. And if you can't fix it, now you need to learn. Like, you don't always get a second chance. Stop being a dickhead. Mm. But before, it was like, yo, Lee, that's wrong. And it's like, shut up. You don't even understand why I did it. It's not mm-hmm. wrong. I, I, it was, I was defensive. Now I can, I can identify. Well, you want to know why you were defensive? Because you were taking care of your ego. Yeah, you were nurturing yeah. your ego, but the thing about meditation is that you kind of strip yourself from that ego because the ego is the one that creates those thoughts of "I'm not good enough," "I'm not right. going to complete that assignment in time," "I'm going to not," "I'm not going to lose that weight," "I'm not." That's the ego. The same thing that tells you, "Man, I'm the shit," "I'm this whatever," "I'm whatever," is that same voice that says you'll never, you'll amount to nothing, which is insane. Is the ego because nobody gets that? There's another yeah. side to your ego that we don't really talk about. Absolutely. And, and I and I'm reading, I'm reading, uh, I'm reading. I read the Four Agreements. I'm reading it again. The Bible. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the Four Agreements. I had to read again, but it's this book. Uh, I believe 101 ways to raise your frequency or vibration. One of those, but. It says that, is it that one? It might be the four agreements that tells me it was Damn ego. Bitch, you read a lot of books, I man. do, I do, I do. Um, I'm almost close to my yearly goal of books read. 
Oh, yeah. what was I'm the goal? I'm one book down. It, it was quick. It was only seven. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm at six, so Perfect. I really do read So let's get this name of this book, yeah? Yeah, so I think <laughs> I have it on me, facts. Oh, awesome. I do. Yep. So, so what uh, did it... Raise Your Vibration, 111 Practices to Increase Your Spiritual Connection. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, am, I always keep the four agreements on me. Raise Your Vibration... <laughs> Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it, it tells me that. that's my increase ego. your spiritual connection by Kyle Gray. Yeah. Yeah, I so, read. I can't. You know what it is? I can't read one book, though. You have to read multiple? I read two at a time. Damn I bitch. read five pages in one, five pages in another, and then take both pages in. Oh, that sounds crazy. Damn. Both sets of pages. Damn. <laughs> you're a smart-ass bitch, girl. <laughs> you smart as that. Yo. Duh. And then and then I'll download like I have the PDFs to both of these on my phone. So sometimes Shit. I can't. It pull takes my me book like out. five months to read one book, girl. Come on, <laughs> let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> but but before I was I was even trying to be aware of my energy and and what I put out there. I couldn't read no damn book. Not two at a time. Not one. It takes you to you. Got, you wanted to learn. Yeah. You were curious. Yeah. Whatever. There's a spiritual renaissance happening, Lee, and you are on that wave. Which is crazy. Yeah. So crazy. Like, I'm trying to, I really am trying to marry people who are on this way from different groups. I'm talking about, I don't care if you're from fucking Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or you're from fucking (laughs) Compton, California, or fucking Chicago. It doesn't matter. Like, there is a wave happening of people who are not, are not fulfilled, that there's something missing. Mm -hmm. And they're not finding that fix in social media, in these fast gratifications. They're not finding it. So why don't we all meet up, link up, find it together, and talk about these things? Talk about these complex and difficult things. Right, right. You you have an amazing point. We have to. I feel like we do need to help each other more because we we're not going to do this by How ourselves. How else are we going to do it? I'll tell you where we could start. We could start with truly loving ourselves, and that doesn't mean loving like how thick your ass looks on this photo <laughs> or how fucking your tits sit. Uh, like uh, no, on Snapchat. Oh like no, goodness. to actually truly love yourself supersedes all of that frivolous bullshit. Like, it's way beyond that. To love yourself, to truly love what you represent, to truly love your essence is something much more than that. And if you've felt that, if you've even felt that for a second, you now know, wow, in comparison, that shit is nothing. Right. Like, so it starts with loving yourself. Once you are able to truly unlock the key to loving yourself, spread that shit. (laughs) <laughs> that's how you love that's how you love and show compassion to Yo, other people spread this shit. spread it spread your legs spread your legs Yo. love and compassion for other people i sound really Yo. wild right now but like i really mean that it starts with Yo. loving yourself radical self-care and self-love it starts with you and then you start with other people right. don't try and help other people to find to gratify yourself because right. that's another thing there are a lot of really generous and um kind-hearted people who help others solely for the the retribution that they feel after like oh i did i left that person a really big tip i feel good i feel no that's also not it and that's another thing we need to start calling out like meditation will help you call that out right right. i mean or acid but don't do that (laughs) like definitely meditation yo what happened with this acid tell me about acid Uh, i and i'm joking i mean i'm not joking (laughs) but like i don't want to be no i don't want to advocate for psychedelic drugs uh I'm more of an advocate for spiritual curiosity and um, catapulting you to your spiritual journey and meditation and education and knowledge in that way. That is what I want to be known for. Um, It just so happens that for me personally, uh, uh, it could not have been started without the aid of LSD. 
uh, acid. Okay. Um, so I did it. Uh, I did it right before I turned twenty five. I was in this toxic relationship. I my depression was hitting ahead. I had just weaned off of my uh, antidepressants, off of the Wellbutrin, and I was feeling worse than when I started. And um, I was also turning twenty five, and I had nothing to show for anything. I was just total lull. And I, at this point, had just become a Christian. I became a Christian before the accident. Okay. And I just wanted some answers. Like, also, I was asking myself, why did it take me this long to find you? Why, why am I here? Why did you give me this? Mm. And what do you want me to do with it? Tell me. Now that I've heard you and I felt you, how? Tell me what to do. And I thought, knowing me, I'm a rebellious ass bitch. I was like, <laughs> let's do acid, man. And I want to let you know that it was not <laughs> planned. Like, it, it, well, it was planned within 24 hours. My friend was like, yo, want to do acid? And I thought, oh, my God, this is a sign. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm dumb as fuck for yo. thinking that. But it's true. And I also thought, like, I don't want to. I'm not. I've never been much of a partier. I don't do drugs while I party. I don't do that. I strictly did this for work. I right. felt like I was going into a meeting. A fucking 14-hour wow. long meeting. <laughs> yes. 14 hours! Word. It was long as fuck. Did you reach a new realm? Oh, I was in a another uh, reality. Uh, wow. I, was, I explored consciousness at its most natural, pure form. Wow. Um, and I realized, that day I realized that consciousness wasn't mine. And... I don't have my own conscience, consciousness, and you don't have your own consciousness. We are a part of one big consciousness. Wow. And um, it sees no time. Time is a man-made thing. It sees no aerial kind of separation. It sees no language. It's all um, energy. And it's, it's a very spiritual thing. And um, those things are ageless, timeless. Um, I realized how much... Um, human interaction plays a role in how we find answers like god oh, is absolutely. in all of us god is in you and god is in me mm-hmm. god is in every one of us of any sentient living being god can be found god is found in mother nature in plants in the air like that's why it's so important for us to kind of step outside of the city sometimes this urbanization of where postmodern humans are going it's beautiful technological advancements are great but we're kind of becoming nature phobic, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what this uh, experience was for me, kind of like uh, settling me down into like what really matters, my roots. What's real? What's really? What's really important to you, Brianda? And why? You yeah. have the answers. I'm only gonna provide you with some hints. You know what I mean? I'm gonna. Pro- I'm not gonna lead you astray. Mm-hmm. Everything that I'm doing for you is for the betterment of you. Wow. Just let go and let me do it. Let me do it. Let go. So would you do it again? Uh, uh, acid, maybe not acid. I actually want to do ayahuasca. That's like I don't even know what that is. Ayahuasca is a hallucinogenic uh, uh, plant um, based out of the Amazonian 
uh, areas like Peru and Colombia and Panama. They're known for. Yo, somebody told me about this. He yeah. wanted me to go with him to Colombia. He mm. also said, I want you to do this with me. And I think that's where we ended the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'm. I'm, like, I'm you can miss me with that shit. Yeah, I'm for it. For you. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> for hard. it. Hey, man, it's hard. And it's a t- it's tough. I definitely don't think ayahuasca is for everybody. But uh, It sounds scary. It. Well, so, of course, because facing your demons is scary. Absolutely. Especially yeah. when it comes to a place where, like, you can't just get off a yoga mat and walk out, out of the room. Like, That's when you're when you're doing this, you are committed. And like I said, at least with ayahuasca, people who, who actually do it and use it effectively and safely um, for the right reasons are going there for a job. It's, it's work. Mm. And it is work for you. It's work for you in this body. And however long you have left in it. That's dope. Um, that's dope. And that's like my, that's what I want to, I'm planning a trip for that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe in December I'm planning. Okay. It takes a lot of like prep work. Like uh, you have to not be on any kind of psychoactive drugs. Like if you're on any antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds, you got to be rid of that. And obviously that takes time because yeah. you have to wean yourself off of that safely. Um, it just takes a lot of preparation. And I think I'm ready for that next step. I'm I'm ready for you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're ready, I'm ready. And Lee, I, why I'm, don't you come with me this time? Come I'll, on, I'll come. I'll come. I ain't gonna do it, but I'll come, come. on, <laughs> come into the Amazonian jungle. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll always legos everywhere, <laughs> but Lee don't do shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll hell wait, yeah, I'll go. Wait, so you don't you don't do any kind of drugs? I mean, yeah, weed. Oh, okay. Yeah, weed. I gotta tell you, I don't know if I'm like. I mean, I of course I fucking I'll smoke. There's like no drug I won't do. Uh, at least one. Well, I don't want to say that either. Fuck, because then someone's gonna pull this up and be like, "But, but you said facts." They listen to me. No, uh, I weed. I'm I'm indifferent about. Like, I'll definitely smoke with whoever's doing it. But it's definitely not like my. I think I like being sober. I really do enjoy being sober. I'm not much. That's of a an amazing place to be in life. Yeah, I'm not. People get high and drink to escape themselves. Right. Want to know what's so funny? Is that doing these like crazy taboo drugs and shit has allowed me to like not want to drink anymore like i'll wow. go to bars and just drink soda water like that's crazy yeah it's it's like get here people come out it's cheaper Facts. too <laughs> that's come true on, you save your money you know what though smoking smoking weed hasn't i mean i i be high but i'm also in the public i be scared i don't want my lips to get dark i'm, I'm an <laughs> edible person <laughs> can't be out here looking crazy yeah i'm an edible uh, person i do like i, I meditate edibles. a lot when i'm on edibles edibles is a different kind of high though that's um when you digest thc it's a completely different thing and i think that's why i like it more it's more in line with um like psychedelics by the yeah way, yeah when you consume it is it. that's my psychedelic and that's I, hey man I also don't think that everyone needs a psychedelic. There are people who are already there naturally, dude. This is true. And that's, but see, that's what sparked me to you because I was like, yo, she's not on anything. Mm -mm. Like, but you would be like the poster child for look at this crazy bitch. Yes. But it was like, yo, she, like, you just, you, you shine differently. Like, you just know, like, she's so comfortable. Like, how do you get that? Like what? What is that? Where did you get oh, that? Oh, that warms my heart. You yeah, know, like, hell yeah. You gonna make me crown at this made a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fact. Like I was like, nah. Like she, she's in a different department in life. I'm trying to shop oh, there. Oh, that's so. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Wait, 
Bradley, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, I had such that's a... That's you. I had a tough weekend, man. I was feeling really down in the dumps this weekend, and that's just like... Nah, pick your ass up. Oh, yeah. you're amazing. Yeah. No, you're amazing. Can I have your telephone number so Hell you can yeah. like, text me shit? <laughs> Please. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Did you just shoot your shot? I like that. I like that. I shoot my <laughs> shot. What do you say? People. Shoot a shoot. Exactly. Shoot, shoot a shoot. shoot. I listened. I did hell my homework. Yeah. Shoot a shoot like a motherfucker, and I respect that. But hell yeah, I'm going to give you my number because you the type. You have the type of energy that you always want to keep around you to remind you it could be worse. Things right. are getting better. You know what I'm saying? And I have I have a hard time reminding myself that I can't lie. I've had I've also had a, a terrible weekend. But coming here, is, it it doesn't feel place. like it's it. Safe. Well, this is your place. Yeah. Like, remember that meditative area we were talking about? Yeah. That's beautiful it, it to have. It doesn't feel like it at all. Like, it, it, it isn't until I stop recording and I'll be like, oh, shit, I have a life. Mm. I, I, time doesn't matter here. None of that shit matters. Aww. Nothing. None of the outside shit matters to me while I'm recording. You're manifesting your destiny. Wow. I'm doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. Look at you. Wow. I mean, look at where you work. Like, this is, you're doing something, you're really, you're on the right direction. You're in the right path, whatever it is. Thank and you. anything that tries to kind of um, stir you away, man, repel. And repel the people that um, extract that energy. Repel them. I don't know why I felt the need to tell you that. I needed to hear that oh, shit. Okay. That's why. Yeah. yeah that's what this that. weekend was all about. Just getting drained by people that are so close to me. Mm-hmm. I needed to hear that. Because I, I also have, like, I have a hard time just quitting on people. I don't like to quit on people because I've been quit on. And it's not a good feeling. But I, I see. It's necessary to clean house in life sometimes in order yeah. for you to, to thrive. Um, and that's it, it's a tough call to make for sure. But ultimately, it's a responsible call to make for both you and, I mean, whatever other person that mm-hmm. is involved. Like, for yourself, like I said, I want to promote radical self-care and self-love. That involves the hard stuff, which means having to uh, quite um, figuratively cut people out of your life mm. for the betterment of yours and theirs, ultimately. Because you're not doing anyone any favors by being in a, in a relationship or sustaining a relationship where it isn't symbiotic, where it's more of a take than it is a give-take. Because that's, mm. like I said, remember during my trip, I realized how important it is to have an exchange of energy. Mm-hmm. And if that exchange of energy is at all skewed on a permanent, semi-permanent basis, there's something off. And uh, I think that the universe is telling you something there. You should listen to that. Right. Because chances are any single time your gut has told you, man, I really don't want to hang out with this person. Or, man, I wish I could leave this person right now. Or, like, man, I don't really fucking like Yo, this Yo, that's my thoughts all the time. Right, right. So, <laughs> li- wait, that, that's an, a really important thought to explore and to investigate. It's like, where is this coming from? And um, because it matters in your intuition, your intuition is stronger than you think. Like we don't just have a logical brain like we have another brain and it doesn't have an organ. And um, it's clinically proven to be real. Psychologically speaking, it's proven. So let's pay attention. Let's start paying attention to that. You're dropping gems. Yeah, you might have to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you might have to come back. I might have to check in with you again. Um, tell people where to find you. Tell them about your show. Oh, yeah. All of that. Oh, my God. Yay. Okay, so, again, my name is Brianda. 
and um, I'm the host and creator of the Super Trip Talk podcast, uh, the podcast where it's okay to admit you don't know some shit about life, about death, about the body, the mind, the soul, the spirit, about Jesus Cristo. Um, you can find me at That's Brianda on Twitter and Instagram, T-H-A-T-S-B-R-I-A-N-D-A. Um, I'm new to uh, Instagram. I'm new to social media, so please go easy on me. Tell me what to do. Give me some like tips and tricks on how to like be a normal 25 year old <laughs> um yeah find me on there and go on our website supertriptalk.com uh shoot me an email there if you want there's some dope photos on there and it briefs like what this company is about that's dope you even have like a great pitch like that's fire that's fire yo listen y'all know who this is i'm me good looking lee starving. you know what i'm saying exactly um this has been thank me later you know same thing goes i appreciate y'all listening uh i checked the numbers today Y'all are listening to me speak in the Ivory Coast, which is in Africa. That's crazy. Uh, the United Arab Emirates. I, ho- I hope I said it right. Yeah. Emirates. Mm-hmm. Emirates. Uh, crazy. Damn. Crazy. I appreciate that. The UK numbers are up. That's crazy. Y'all, I appreciate it so much. Um, I'm not going to stop. I got hit after hit after hit. This is See, see what That's I'm saying, right. though? See, I be feeling it when Good. I'm in here. You know what I'm saying? Keep that I gotta shit I got to keep that. Yeah, I got to spread that shit. <laughs> spread them. <laughs> Yo, I'm out of here. <laughs>